Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, welcome back. And we are doing it once again at the CCR 505 studios. That's right. So tonight we have a special guest and she's going to tell us about some of her encounters that she had. But before we get started, as we always do, we're going to do our traditional shot and a shout out to you, our fans. Thank you for listening, and we appreciate you. And a shout-out to our special guest for joining That's us. That's right. So Now, tonight, what we have here is actually ghost ectoplasm. Oh, ghost ectoplasm. Smells, smells like whiskey to me. <laughs> well, uh, all <laughs> right. water, whatever you want all to call right. it. Down the hatch. <sighs> all right. All right, so we have a special guest with on, on with us tonight. Her name's Terry, and she's going to tell us a little bit about some paranormal encounters she's had. Terry, you there? I'm here. All right. Uh, I, I still hear the music. Oh, you still hear the music? Yeah. My, my boyfriend's doing his DJ stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's, that's, that's a little better. That okay. better? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to our fans out there, and then uh, we'll get started. Well, hello. My name's Terry. And I have a story to tell you all. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, why don't you just, let's just get, get on with it. Tell us about get your started. story. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so I worked for a county jail for about 14 years. And when I was on graveyard, I encountered a lot of spooky things and we named her Sheila. <laughs> she was in our records file cabinet and um, we just ended up naming her and welcoming, <laughs> welcoming her to our records department. And then I would be in property sometimes, and I would see like shadows in the pro in the room where there's the, the showers for the inmates. Right. So we, <laughs> I kind of think she would travel from the records to the property area. And th these are different departments within the uh, the jail facility. Correct. Okay. So let me ask you a question: Why did you name her or it Sheila? <laughs> um, I don't know. That was just a bunch of us just decided to call her Sheila. Like we went around with some random names and then we just said Sheila. Oh, okay. <laughs> I oh. have no idea why. <laughs> oh, that, that makes sense to me. Right. So what did, what did this uh, entity, this ghost, what did Sheila do? Uh, tell us some of the things that she did. 
Well, we would be, so we have a area of files that have that like wheel turning file thing. And then that would be like towards the back. And then we would be sitting where the desk would be at. And then all of a sudden we would hear noises and it's just us in there. And this, mind you, this is graveyard. So there's hardly any, any activity. <laughs> so um, we would hear the, like we knew the file was, where it was at, and then all of a sudden it would roll. We were kind of thinking maybe it was just at a, a, a slant and it was doing it itself, but no, I I, I really believe it was somebody because there's there's been some stories about up the hill <laughs> and right. what what might be buried underneath there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so um, that was going to be one of my next questions. Do you think this was an inmate that died? while in custody, or do you think that that facility is truly built on maybe a burial ground? I, I believe it's both. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also, I, I'd never seen, because I didn't work back there, I wasn't a, a correctional officer, but I did hear that one of the units from a, a retired lieutenant, that she had said that this unit would have ghosts that she would see him. But I never experienced that part, yeah. So right. that might be true as far as the inmates over there in that in the unit. Right. Or or is it possible it could be somebody who uh worked there at one point, that's why they're messing with the filing cabinets and right. <laughs> you know. I never uh, thought of that. That might be true. Well, no, and, and that shouldn't sound too far fetched because we've heard that with some other encounters that people that have died but they work there and they just they don't want to leave. Right. Their, their spirit is kind of stuck. So it's going to, to work every day or night, whatever, and, you know, touching things. Right. Right. Oh, that makes sense. I never thought of that. Now, I, I got a question. You said um, it was in different departments that there was activity, mm-hmm. but you think it's the same uh, entity, ghost, whatever you want to call it. You don't think there was mm-hmm. multiple or you think you think it's the same one? Well, it could have been, but I wanted to believe that it was the same one, just kind of following us records text right. into the property room. Because it, it, I mean, it, it, it's not connected, but it is. So you would actually have to go through a couple of, couple of security doors in order to get back to the property right. room. So, that, so, that, so where we were at was in the secured property room, and then up in the front area there's a shower room where the seals would take the inmates into shower before they go to a unit right and there'd be times that we would hear shut like our property door kind of shutter and then sometimes you would see because we don't see them at all so there's this big shower curtain right in, in, in our big window right. so then you would see this like figure just kind of pass by and sometimes I would, I actually peeked my head in the little shower property, the property door, and there was not a soul in there. <laughs> well, well, so when, when you had that encounter, did, did it frighten you? Did you get scared or, or did well, you think, yeah, there's always two, there's always two texts in the property room. Right. So one would be on the other side that was intake. Then the other side was also intake, but it was taking it was intake and releasing. 
and they would take in all the property from the inmate and put it in a locker. So then if the other two techs were helping out at the intake window way across, I would say it was probably maybe, I, it's hard, it's a lot, like maybe a hundred feet or more maybe right. now if for you, the intake window. And, right. and then they, um, <laughs> you would hear stuff at the other end when you're both there and there's nobody on that other side. There's not a releasing officer. There's not a, a intake officer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just kind of running around over there. Now, if you had to work there alone, would you have stayed as long as you did? Well, there was times I was in there alone. I'd be in the records department all by myself working graveyard with the lights off. Oh. So no, I just, I just, that's why I named her. Well, we decided to name her Sheila and say, hey, you want to help us file? <laughs> right. So if, if you put a name to her and uh, label her, it's, it's mm -hmm. kind of like somebody there who's familiar. So not as scary, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> we so, welcome. Come and join us. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so being that said, this entity wasn't, it wasn't malicious at all. It would just maybe just rustle around and let you know that it was there, but it, like some entities, they're malicious and, you know, they'll, they touch, they push. Some of them even scratch from what I've heard. So. Oh, wow. No, yeah. I didn't. I know that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> and right it's and, like messing with things. <laughs> right. And, and that's why I asked you the question about maybe it was someone who worked there, because maybe if it was a an inmate that was in there that possibly died there or or mm -hmm. they, they even left. But, you know. They just hated the place so much that a part of them stood there. You'd mm -hmm. think they would be malicious. Right. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so that being said, had, were you the only one or other people saw these shadow figures and had experiences similar to what you've had? Uh, yes, with the, the ladies that would be assigned to records. Right. Especially on graveyard. And a supervisor. <laughs> so that's that's where it mostly happened in the records room. Where where, where I experienced it, yes, right. and in the property room. Okay, that's that's kind of strange. Now I did hear some <laughs> stories about since we're uh, on the subject of ghosts, um, the APD uh, for the city. I heard that they're haunted down there as well. I heard. Oh, the, the old the yes. old jail? The, yes. Well, not the old oh, jail. That makes sense. Not, not oh, the okay. old jail. It's um I I guess do you know in City Hall we we have that tunnel that goes over to the sheriffs? So yeah. you, you could take that underground tunnel. Well, in those mm -hmm. those areas, because uh, I know one of the girls that came from there and she came to accounting when I was in accounting and uh she she told me that, you know, it was haunted. There was one time where she was actually brushed up where she felt like something touched her and she freaked out. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. That's, I've been down there. It's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been down there too. I've, I've walked the tunnel of so shame. There's actually a, a tunnel <laughs> from tunnel different buildings. Yes. <laughs> to me, yes. to me, just that tunnel screams. It screams being haunted. Right. Yeah, that's that's that brings to mind uh, what is it a uh, Waverly or oh the Waverly Sanatorium because yes. they had that underground tunnel where they were uh, the dead bodies they put the dead bodies yeah. back yeah oh 
Yeah. So. Oh my God. You, you might dream about this later. Right. My apologies. Right? No, <laughs> yeah. Sleep of my so, life on. Tonight. Yeah, no, no. If if you ever uh, want a good read, uh, just get on your computer and pull up Waverly Sanatorium, and I do believe that's in Louisville, Kentucky. It's I can't remember where, but yeah. you might be right. Okay. Yeah. But do it in the daylight. Right. So, and, and uh, someone recently bought that property and they want to turn it into a nightclub. Oh, uh, man. Could you imagine? Uh, I, can, I, I, I can't. You know, well, well they, they were trying to revive it and they, they don't want it tore down because of the significance it is to the community. But Right. The historical, the historical yeah. factor. But, you know. They're saying that it may get tore down, but that's why this person bought it. He said, we could do like on Halloween tours and then turn a portion of it into a nightclub. And I was like, I don't know if I'd go to that nightclub. Oh, we would go. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> we I wouldn't go. I'd, I'd be like, who's touching my bum? I don't hey. see nobody. <laughs> and, and that's why I would go. <laughs> oh, okay. So back to Sheila. So why do you think, why do you think that Sheila is hanging around what's your opinion on this entity this ghost this sheila person that doesn't want to leave <laughs> well um I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe what you said that someone that worked there before and just has their presence there i didn't right. think about that i just thought it was somebody that was either buried underneath the property or an inmate that died Right, and and if she worked there, if she worked there for a long time, it could be like a what they call a residual haunting. Residual where haunting. They they go through the motions and they do the same thing. That's why she's touching the filing cabinets and stuff. Right, and it would happen. Oh. Residual hauntings happen every day or oftenly at the same time. So it's like a, it's like putting that the VCR on repeat. It loops. It's it's kind of a loop, is what they call it. The same thing happens all the time at certain times. Right. And an in intelligent haunting, there would be more interaction with you. Right. And, oh, okay. And then a poltergeist would be crazy noisy, and right. you definitely know that it's there. It'd be violent. Yeah, they have the ability to oh, wow. yeah. throw things and right. move things. Yep. And, yeah, so, so those are the different type well, of hauntings. <laughs> other thing too is maybe um, Sheila was in her mood <laughs> on those things that she was messing with the, the, the files or messing with the property lockers or the doors in the property. Right, <laughs> right. You, yeah, it, it's possible she could uh, be pissed off. She could say, hey, I didn't get paid shit and look what you guys get. So she, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, 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 you know, Sheila could be saying, you know, giving you that Tone Loke song saying Sheila was a man. <laughs> saying, you know, I'm saying you guys are call, you're calling me Sheila and I'm a man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah it, it's it, it, it's kind of smart the way you guys gave it a name and kind of accepted mm -hmm. it. So it's, it, you know, it, it's not as scary or not as bad because, uh, like me and my brother, we both lived in the same house in Gallup, and and that place is definitely haunted. Right. And uh, I, I've never thought about welcoming or, no. you know, it, the, when it happened, it was pretty new, 
uh, at least that level of haunting in it. It used to freak me out. It used to freak my kids out. No, I'm, I, oh, wow. I, I've had my encounters in that house as well. You know, you, you would hear footsteps constantly. Uh, um, if, you know, one time, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you my quick story with that house. One time, uh, me and my first wife were there, and my daughter was just born. And I don't know if I shared this with you, but during the night, I, I'd say about two, three in the morning, I, I sat straight up like I was in a deep, dark dream, and I sat straight up, and I, I felt we put our daughter, who she was a newborn, in, in bed with us. Mm -hmm. She was between us. Well, when I sat up, the first thing I did is I felt, and she was gone. And so mm -hmm. I, I woke up my ex-wife and, and my wife at that time, and I said, where's, where's Laura? Where's our daughter? And she woke up and she kind of freaked out and she was like, I don't know. Well, when we turned on the light, we had a king-size waterbed. She was at the far left-hand corner of the waterbed, like swaddled, wrapped up, and she was laying there. So once we grabbed her, uh, immediately she had a little poodle and that poodle ran toward the door and it just looked at the door, nothing in the door, but it was growling. And... Uh, so I started getting freaked out. I'm like, oh shit, I thought someone was in the house. And in the house down the hall is a back room where I kept my hunting rifle. And I heard that closet door, well, what I thought I heard, slide open and go, Boop, just like it opened and made the, the, the clunk against the, the other wood. So I said, oh my God, the, my rifle's in there. So I creeped into the next room and I flipped on the light expecting to see someone, you know, going through that closet and the closet door was shut and there was nothing in there and uh, it, it just freaked me out. But even before that, we would constantly hear footsteps and, right. and, and, oh and other, other noises. <laughs> That's another thing I would hear and my kids would hear. And right. But, you know, yeah. after a while, you kind of get accustomed to it. Now, did you feel when, mm -hmm. you're, when you're working there that you got accustomed to Sheila being around, so it didn't bother you as much? Oh, yes, definitely. Well, and obviously... Yeah, I, she, did, she didn't bother at all. Uh, oh, okay. Or, especially after we named her. Right, <laughs> or, or in some in instances, you just, uh, you, you block it out, you know? They say that mm -hmm. ghosts feed on your energy, and if you don't give them uh, the reaction, they just, they stop doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. They they feed on the fear, the negative energy. Not all, well, not I all of them. Say that, I could say that when new employees would get hired and we would be on graveyard and we'd be training them, right. they would freak out. <laughs> we would just have to tell them, oh, that's Sheila. She likes to come in the files. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't mind her. <laughs> right. I don't know if I would have freaked out. Like we were crazy. <laughs> I would. I would have probably started setting up infrared cameras and saying we're going to catch us. <laughs> no, I would have. I would have spent my night sleeping and hiding. And when they tell me how come your work's not done, I told Sheila to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Damn her! She yeah. didn't do it. Exactly. Oh, she's that's right. We need to write her up. Right. <laughs> write her. Uh, she doesn't even clock. In. Now, me and my brother were talking about this uh, before we got on mic and uh, we, we called you. Now, do you have a theory? Why do you think some ghosts hang around? Uh, you know, the, the theory is we're both raised Catholic, so they say uh -huh. you die, you go to heaven and blah, blah, uh -huh. or hell, wherever you're going. Now, why are right. there still some ghosts here, some spirits? Right. Well, 
Well, I believe that too. You know, I, I was I was raised Catholic as well. Um, I I my personal opinion is I think that they're they're like stuck. Okay. <laughs> they just don't. They don't. They just don't. They don't know where to go, or maybe they don't believe. That might be another. That, reason that's too. a possibility, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how about um, maybe they didn't have closure in their life, so they're still restless. Um, Correct. Well, yeah. we, we, we talked about here. You you've heard this before that he will come again to judge the living and the dead. So mm-hmm. that tells me they're not they don't go to heaven yet until he comes and judges them. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean that's one theory, but you know I've I I've heard these mediums say that they weren't ready to cross or that you know they weren't ready to cross. They have unfinished business, so they're trying to stick around, but they're sticking mm-hmm. around in a realm that. You know that that they they can't get the business done, and so there's two sides to the story. There there's those that say, well, they have unfinished business and they they're not ready to cross. So you know we got to help them. We got to show them the way and help them cross. And, but then on the flip side of that coin, I'm like, well, what about the ones that are malicious that have evil intentions that are out there scaring the hell out of everybody? And uh, they enjoy it. I'm like, what, were they just not ready to cross because they wanted to be mean and malicious? <laughs> or they, they could be generally, right. <laughs> generally bad people. And some religious people tell me that it, they're not people. They're demons. They're, they're demons that are acting like people. And that's why, you know, because they bring it back to the Bible. And they're like, once you die, you're dead. You know, and I'm like... Well, you know, that's that's yet to be seen because like you yourself just said, you've had experiences with Sheila in the record room. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You, you know, I, and I like I was telling my brother, we may not ever know until it's our time. Very true. Right. But Very true. If, I'm, I'm going to have to ask some of my friends that still work there to see if, if she's still there. Right. I've been gone for like almost, almost two years, right. three years. Now, now, and, um, I, I have to ask. <laughs> now, if they say she's not, is there a possibility she moved on or she attached to somebody and went home I, with them? I, I was going to ask that same question because <laughs> sometimes they do attach and they follow the person home or wherever they go and they won't leave that person. Right. Oh, now, my God. That's funny you say that because I'm thinking where I work now, I... <laughs> I hear in the bathroom somebody going in, and there's never the door open. You know, the, there's nobody in there. Right. So. I remember you. T- I remember you telling me that. So maybe she attached herself to to you, Terry. Right. To me. <laughs> oh well, you, you you never know. And I, I told my brother this. Uh, we had a, a relative in UNM Hospital, and uh, we we were there pretty much around the clock. Right. Now, one night, I don't know, it was late, late, we're all in the waiting area, and I went into the restroom, and while I was in there, there was somebody else in there walking around. I heard the footsteps, but I was all alone. Now, is I don't know if that was maybe somebody who died in the hospital. It, it's hard to say, or somebody who went back. Well, it's it's hard to say, and you know, the, hosp- the hospitals have so many of these uh, entities. Um I, I I don't know if I told you, but the, where my wife used to work, they had one, and it was a little girl that everyone saw, and she had black eyes. Well, she did attach herself to one of the workers because that woman called my wife and said, you'll never guess who I just saw in my house. 
and uh, oh my gosh, yeah, and so I don't know if if that entity still roaming the halls of the, her old job. Or if once it attached to her coworker, it's now at her house. She has a home, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Now, wow. uh, I, I want a little real quick story, you know, having to do with hauntings. Uh, now, my daughter, she's um, my sister wanted to take her to meet a medium because my daughter could see things, and uh, she was one of the worst affected when we lived in Gallup by that house that was haunted. Mm. She she heard, she seen. There was times she was a little child, four years old, and she would freak out because she said somebody would whisper her name in her ear. But uh, when we moved, wow. when we moved to Albuquerque, I'm in a, a new area. It's a new subdivision, brand new house, you know, on brand new land. But yet, she could see people in the house, and um, it, it was weird. I, I bought a bed. It, it was a used bed because we basically came with the shirts on our back. And uh, it, mm-hmm. was, it was a nice sleep number, king size, and I got it for, like, nothing. But on the there's a, there's a cover. I can never get a stain out. And I know you're going to freak out because there's a red stain. But uh, <clears throat> I'm thinking there was something attached to that bed because every time my daughter would come to my room, she would close my closet door. And I told her, why do you do that? She said, because there's an old lady standing there just staring at you. But, uh, oh, my God, that's freaky. Yeah, but, but then again, we're in that area. Um, we live on the West Mesa, a stone's throw from where, where they dug up those, those girls. You know, you remember? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, a stone's throw from there. Right. So interesting. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, But that's why I, I believe, I don't know, were they there? Did they attach to us and come from Gallup? I, uh, see? We, we don't know. Right. We don't know. Um, but there's just a lot of places in this city that I'm coming to find that are really haunted. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling my brother, we need to get either into these places or get people that work at these places to share their experiences because that's what we're all about. Right. And, and we got to find uh, like a really haunted location right. to go to. But... Uh, We'll send Terry first. Right. Just in, <laughs> just, yeah, okay. just in case something wants to attach itself. Right. Just, just in case it's really <laughs> scary. Right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, me and my brother, uh, I don't know, maybe we're kind of weird. We're like into that. We're not like into it, into it, but we just want to know. Uh, yes. I mean, don't you having the experiences, Don't don't you sometimes think about, what we just talked about why didn't they move on why are they here is mm-hmm. it is it truly uh, the oh, spirit yeah. of this person or or is it like some people say a demon and who knows you know um well, well i think about like you watch that movie ghost with patrick Swayze and right. debbie moore right <laughs> like that right <laughs> you know yeah there's right. the demons that went hello and then uh, angels that go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, you know, th- this is truly going to be a question that none of us will know the answer to mm-hmm. 100% until we pass. Right. You it's know. just like um, yeah. a- anything we're into, it's all theory. Right. It's just, it, it's, yeah, it is. The aliens are theory, hauntings are theory. Uh, the only thing we know that is not theory is 
Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Yep, because yep. uh, we're related to one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh my god. No, but that's a different podcast. That's, but that's, that's a whole other story. That, that's a, that's a whole different. That's story. a whole other story. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like to say I'm not a believer. I'm a knower. Right, right. Oh, but anyway, Terry, we thank you for sharing your story with us. And uh, if you have any more, you're more than welcome to come on anytime and right. tell those as well. All right, sounds right. good. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, no this problem. was very interesting. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know why she had the music so loud in the in the beginning, so she can't hear the ghost wrestling. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you see some spirits there dancing, you know, pull out your camera. That's right. I will for sure. That's right. All right. I will. Most definitely. Well, thank you. Hey, thanks for sharing, Kay. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Right. You're welcome. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was so, Terry. That was uh, interesting. Um, that was an interesting story. And what she said, this is, you now all of you that are following us, you, you know we're from New Mexico. So this is a local story that this activity is taking place in one of our facilities where they may right. lock you up if you come. Right, <laughs> right. if you come or <clears throat> they may just put you up if your car's stolen. Like yeah, that's right. Now, it, it's this one was pretty, like you said, it's local, so pretty special to us because we like these. It uh, is. Because, you know, New Mexico is rich with hauntings, right. with aliens, with Bigfoot, but it, it, they don't come on the... The maps is right. as, as so. No, and you know what? We when it comes to this type of activity, we we we're really like unknown for it, but yet we're steeped in in the cultures we have that that believe in uh, hauntings. Uh, you know the the tribes, all the native tribes around here. Uh, there's just so much that goes on in New Mexico and people around the world or or even the next state over don't have no idea um and i'm sure that there's hauntings in other states that we have no idea about but well i'm, I'm sure in every state i'm sure because um we're as far as country goes we're a pretty young country but there's been people here right um now uh, like here in new mexico especially we have a lot of uh different tribes of first, first nations That's right you know but um, like they say, you get a lot of activity if your building's built on a cemetery. Here, I'm sure there are scattered grave sites. Everywhere. Just along the trail, somebody died, they had to bury them. And Randomly. And not only that, let's, let's think about this before we became the modern society we were. If, if you were living on your little homestead and someone died, you buried them there. You buried them there. You didn't take them to a mortuary. You just put them in the ground right there, and that's where they rested. I think mortuaries, the way we do it today, it's just all money-based. It's, it, it's, it's become a, a, a corporate entity in itself. Right. It's another commercial gimmick. Right. It's, it's gimmick as to where... And and back in the day when, you know, they would... Like the Vikings, when they put you on a pyre and burn your body, cremate you, that's, your ashes were just... They went where the wind went. Right. Nowadays, Your energy was released. That's right. Nowadays, they uh, they say, you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, you know, I'm like, eh, I, I get it. You know, it's, some things are for 
health reasons. But if you put a person deep enough, you don't got to worry about the health reasons. It's just a shame what you got to pay to bury someone today. Right. And and you pay that money, and as we've heard, sometimes they just don't leave. So right. you wasted your money. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, uh, as far as burying somebody, you said deep enough, but animals die in the forest every day. Every day. But, you know, they, the forest reclaims them or they get eaten by other animals. Or, But if not, they they decompose into the ground and that's, that's right. what we do so that's right why are we paying ten thousand dollars <laughs> right but we we need to be put in the ground because if you've ever seen how a, a pig decomposes then there could be a lot of disease and right, and right. things spread well, but I, I was leaning more told that, toward a cremation like we talked oh yeah about. yeah no no i think if you're cremated and spread your ashes wherever you want or, right and we talked about that so when it comes to that kind of thing the laws kind of more of a guideline right you didn't more no, of a, no. more of a suggestion <laughs> right. but anyway you know uh we thank terry for coming on and sharing her story uh it was a good story it's well you know we say story but that it, she was actually having paranormal right. activity out right. there yeah not not really a story because you think story could be right and this wasn't a story it was her experience her personal experience, experience. That's, that's the word we're that's looking the for. word we're looking for and uh i just want to say thanks because it takes a lot of guts a lot of people will share things with us but they don't want to come on and talk about it right and and we've both had a lot of people work wherever that uh tell us they have stories but they don't want to come on. Right. Or so. they said, I will, I will, but they never get around to it. That's right. So if you have a story, reach out to us. Reach out. Come on. <laughs> we want to hear it. That's right. Anyway, thanks for listening tonight. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.